Welcome, welcome. So glad that you tuned in today. This is Living and Loving Each Day. My name is Susan Jansen, and I'm just happy that you're logging in with us today. This is great to have you here. Um, we This is a place where we like to shine a light on individuals who are making a huge difference in our world. And I'm thrilled to be your host today. And if you know anybody who is struggling with family violence, that's our topic today. We want to talk to you about that. So I want you to sit back and relax and get ready to be inspired by our guest's incredible story and the powerful message of hope in this, this podcast. So ladies and gentlemen, it's my pleasure to introduce Cindy Furlong. She is the executive director of the Today's Family Violence Help Center. And with over three decades of experience uh, in nonprofit organizations, Cindy is highly respected and she's accomplished social worker as well. She knows she's been there and she can ha she can just share with us today her knowledge. So her unwavering dedication to social justice and her commitment to serving Edmonton's uh, most vulnerable populations are just really truly inspiring. So she's uh, we're honored to have her. She's a leader in our community. Cindy Furlong, thank you so much for joining us. Lovely to have you here. Thank you, Susan. And so, here. so welcome. So welcome. So good to have you. So we want to find out all about a couple things here. Now we want to find out how you um, got involved. I want to hear a little bit of your story on how you got involved in the Today Center. And then just tell us a bit, a little bit more about the, the services that you provide. Okay. Sure. Yeah. So, um, Again, thank you very much for being, um, for inviting me here today and for joining you. Uh, I have, uh, as you mentioned, over 32 years in the in the nonprofit world. Um, and so I've, uh, as a graduate of the University of Alberta, through their Bachelor of Arts program, I became a registered social worker um, in 2001. And really, I've spent my entire career um, really supporting um, and working with the most um, vulnerable of populations, uh, youth homelessness, uh, there was uh, youth sexual exploitation and then now family violence. And so I've been here at the Today Center um, seven years now. And so um, this is um, uh, all of all of the work that I've done has had a very special place in my heart. Uh, and the same can be said of those experiencing family violence. So um, it's a pleasure to be here today. So uh, yeah, good to have you. So good to yeah. have you. We want to find out more like right from from your mouth, you know, to say, you know, like who, who are the most, you know, the, the, the things and the issues that you hear the most often and that you guys are there to provide services for. Right. So let me just um, uh, take a step back and talk a little bit about what the Today Center does for those of you who may not know. Uh, so we are a nonprofit organization here in Edmonton and we work, um, there's two different service streams really that we have. So we have um, what I would call sort of the, the support that we give directly to those that are impacted by family violence. And then we have our education and training service as well um, that really uh, takes a look at uh, training others how to recognize and respond to family violence. Mm -hmm. And so the, 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 the more sizable part of our organization, though, is that work that is being um, done directly with survivors and victims of family violence. And so um, basically we offer free and confidential services. Uh, we're an an entirely like ex inclusive organization. Mm -hmm. And so we work with women, men, 
newcomers, immigrants, uh, indigenous and to us LGBTQ plus individuals. And so what's really important to us at the Today Center, because we know that family violence knows no bounds, mm -hmm. uh, we want to ensure that we are working with everyone who's impacted by family violence. And so regardless of, of gender, sexual orientation, race, culture, ethnicity, uh, socioeconomic class, uh, mm -hmm. or or um, uh, immigration status. So we want to be there to serve anybody and everyone that is that is really impacted. And so um, really what happens when somebody um, comes to the Today Center, uh, they receive services from what we call a family violence specialist. And that family violence specialist works with them one-on-one, -on -one, um, really in a safe and confidential space to mm. hear and uh, hear their unique story because everybody, um, everybody is unique in their individuality and they are um, their their experiences are their own um, and so we want to ensure that we're you know we're validating that and giving space for them to share that and so within sort of like four to six sessions um, with the family violence specialist they really are getting that emotional support because experiencing abuse um, in in your relationship in your home where you're supposed to feel the safest right is very is very um, daunting and very traumatic and so um, that emotional support is is key and um, they're given an opportunity to learn more about sort of abusive relationships like mm -hmm. you know the power and control wheels to you know the cycle that sometimes um, um, victims and survivors can find themselves in um, definitely one of the um, biggest parts of what they can do with a family violence specialist is developing a plan that really keeps mm. themselves and their children safe, regardless of whether or not they want to stay in the relationship or if they want to leave, or maybe they have left. And that's something that's really unique is that every, every individual wants and needs something different. And so we, we hear that and, and work with them from, from that perspective, because they are the experts in their own lives. Right. And so, um, there's probably already lots that they're doing to keep themselves safe, right? So, um, yeah. And then the other thing that I think really is important too is that we can do um, some assessment of risk for domestic homicide. So we've all seen the headlines and the stories and whatnot. Um, uh, that and so if there's an opportunity where somebody wants to dive into a little bit about what kind of risk that they're at, because we can often hear things like, "Oh no, you know what? I, I'm, I'm experiencing." emotional abuse or financial abuse like uh, you know my, my partner's not going to kill me right and but we don't know that right and and so maybe there's an opportunity to sort of do some of that assessment um to help figure out you know where they might be and then i think the biggest part of what we do is really we're short term, right? We are an entry point. We are um, a possibility of consideration when somebody's taking a look at what kind of help that they need. And so when they're coming to us, four to six sessions, and then we really are looking at what do you need beyond um, beyond the Today Center? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so those medium and long-term resources, right? You know, their counseling needs, legal needs, housing needs. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the list is endless, right? Yeah. Because 
it's a very large system for somebody to have to navigate on their own. And so this is where we can really play a part in, in, in helping them, you know, through their journeys. So, yeah. I think, I think the biggest step that a lot of people want or find it the most difficult to make is that first phone call. Just, just the one, the, just the phone call to say, cause I think a lot of people don't feel like they are in danger or they are thinking, well, maybe it's just me. Maybe, it, maybe I'm to blame here or maybe whatever their circumstances are there. They don't feel, um, I guess, encouraged or confident enough to reach out and just make that first phone call. So the really good news about you guys, it sounds like, is that you provide a service where you actually tell them, yes, you know, we can help with this. And this is what we call that. So at least you could label it for them. And they're going, oh, I just didn't know. I've where you're in this position where you're so overwhelmed with emotion that you don't even, you can't even make heads or tails of anything, you know, and you just don't know where to turn. So I'm so glad you guys are there. And so what other organizations are you? So you were saying that if people phone you, you kind of can direct them once you find out what their needs are. So what other organizations do you direct them to? So we have, um, so as I mentioned, there's, there's lots of, of needs around navigating this big system. And so, um, you know, I mentioned legal counseling, housing, uh, there could be um, basic needs, right? Food, clothing, shelter, that sort of thing. There could be needs around their, their children. Um, if it's a newcomer or a new immigrant to, to Canada, then they might need some settlement services. And so when you take a look mm -hmm. at the totality of what somebody might need, we have partners and that's actually a really big piece of what the Today Centre is about is we were founded on collaborative community response. So as an entry point into getting services, we have a whole community of, of, of partners and colleagues that, you know, if somebody is needing, um, you know, housing support, then maybe we look to our, our shelters in the city and we have, you know, connections there or, you know, um, if somebody wants to get an emergency protection order, hey, we know somebody, um, you know, that that can help you fill out that application at that office, right? And so, um, so we have um, a database right now of over 300 agencies and programs, um, and so that we can definitely, you know, call on them as as potential supports that help after, you know, after and beyond the Today Center, right? So it's a it's a very long and and um, can be very daunting um, process, right? And and for sure, I love what you mentioned about. Um, that first phone call, right? And sometimes, you know, people have never given voice to their experience to anybody, right? And so um, it's important that we we covet that and that we were humbled by that because, and, and, and see that as success because that is incredibly, um, you know, um, yeah, I keep using the word daunting, but it's very overwhelming, right? Yeah, and yeah. you want somebody at the other end of the phone that can understand that, right? So, um, and especially service providers, right? Um, because uh, sometimes, you know what, we can be the, the, not necessarily the first to to have your story shared with. Maybe it's your, you know, maybe it's your hairstylist, maybe it's your friend, family, neighbor, um, maybe it's your, your, you know, your faith leader, right? And so there's all sorts of different, 
uh, we call those informal supports that may end up hear, hearing that information first, right? Which is why it becomes incredibly important mm -hmm. to, to raise awareness of this issue yeah. and, and to get the education and the training out there because, you know, there's, there's things that, that really somebody who's experiencing that, if they're sharing their story, mm -hmm. there's things that they need to hear. They need to hear, it's not your fault. It's, I can right. help, let's figure it out together, right? And so really things that invite safety um, into that conversation, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I think you had mentioned to me earlier that you are in that mode to provide, to do preventative, like you're giving information, you're yes. giving support, and you're also helping the preventative um, angle of this. Like, yeah. I, I truly, you know what, I truly believe that one of the, the ways that we, we work in our vision here at the Today Center is a, a healthy and safe community free from, uh, free from violence. And, you know, people often say, well, that's lofty. Well, sure, it's lofty, but I don't, I think we have to strive for the best, oh, yeah. right? And we oh, have yeah. to envision that uh, as we do our work. But I think, um, you know, it's important. This is an everybody issue, right? This isn't, um, this is an everybody issue and we have to raise awareness. We have to and, I, and I've said this before bring it out from the shadows shine some light on it start talking about it I think the pandemic really it did you know Whoa. helped helped in terms of you know the this uh, bringing it out from the shadows and at, on a global level right and right. So, uh, we have to I think we have to you know ride that momentum and continue the conversations talk about it um, because it's an everyone issue it really is it, it speaks to human rights and and how we want our society to be and how we want to you know treat treat one another and so I think raising awareness is about that mm -hmm. yeah Exactly. And I think that if somebody knows somebody who might be experiencing physical or sexual or emotional abuse at home, maybe they could make the phone call and say, this is what I'm dealing with. This is my friend. And what should I do? You know, you could give advice there too, right? Oh, absolutely. And so um, I was um, just, uh, we, we, we have over 1400 calls per year. Uh -huh. And we since we opened our doors in 2009, we've served um, 4,000 individuals that were directly impacted by family violence. But when you take a look at those numbers, that 1,400 calls per year, sure, I mean, they are absolutely individuals that are experiencing family violence and, and want help. Um, they are family, friends, loved ones, neighbors, mm -hmm. colleagues, um, you know, saying, I, I, I think I know somebody I'm seeing this as red flags, right? Mm -hmm. What can I do? And so we'll coach people through, through, um, through that scenario. And then the other thing right. is that we, we also get a lot of calls from um, service providers, other, mm -hmm. other organizations in the community, other businesses saying, you know, um, you know, I'm working with somebody that I think, you know, can I refer them here? What do you offer? And so mm -hmm. that 1400 phone calls that we're experiencing wow. every year, that is, about all of those uh, all of those people yeah wow. that's incredible do you have a huge staff or do you have like a 24 hours so yeah this no. is not, probably another program <laughs> probably <laughs> You know, that's a great question, but I'm going to tell you, including myself, there's 10 of us. Okay. And so we are a very small nonprofit. Um, but you know what? I always say we are um, small, but mighty. And, I was just you know, going to say mighty. That's my mantra, small by mighty, right? Yeah. 
we do. We do accomplish a lot with very little. Um, but but that I think speaks to the investment that I mean from all levels, from our board down to the staff leadership but also community and, and, you know, what we have, you know, volunteers and we have donors and we have business partners and, you know, thing that really just help us in this work, right? Because we, we can't do this alone. And we know that, Uh, I think there's an old adage that says, says it takes a village to raise a child. Well, I tell you, when you're working with the issue of family violence, it takes everybody, right? So, and and particularly for them. Yeah. It sounds like you've got a really good organizational map in place for all these different people that you can help. When somebody makes that phone call, you have all of these um, areas that you or people that you can reach out to to provide even greater service. So the, so you're like the hub. You're like the one stop hub. I mean, it, you know, it does. It, it, they are, it is definitely a first um, it is a first stop or a first entry point into somebody getting services, but we're not the only one, right? No. But um, definitely through our connections and that collaboration yeah. and partnership, we can we can certainly we can certainly help, right? And and navigating where the next steps and whatnot, and um, it's it's part of the reason of how we were founded was really to be that place because. Before that, you know, uh, organizations were working in silos and survivors had to go to each one of those different organizations or services to get help and then have to share their story again and again and again. Yeah, and, and you want to talk about something that's very re-traumatizing, yeah, and exactly. it is that, right? It is about having to share that story. And so that's part of how we work collaboratively, right, is with the consent of the individual, we can share their stories to our community partner over here who's going to take over services, but they don't have to do that again, right? So, awesome. yeah. Awesome. Very well. Tell us about your, like, what's coming up and also your website. So where people know, or a phone call or a phone number or whatever, how can people reach you, find out more about you? And again, tell us about what's coming up. I know that there's something. Oh, there's something very big coming up. So we are very excited to be hosting our first ever Illuminating Hope Garden Cocktail Party at the Mutart Conservatory here in Edmonton on June 2nd at 7 p.m. And so just a little bit about that event we chose really the theme of illuminating hope really as a reminder that on the other side of what somebody can experience if they're being abused in their relationship that fear uncertainty trauma that there's another side and that is hope empowerment resilience and what and healing right and so we really wanted this event to be sure it is about raising awareness of family violence it's always going to be that with the today center but we also need to raise you know a much needed funds to help support our you know our operations our programs our services and so it's really just an opportunity to remind people just how important education and prevention is how we all need to continue to spark these conversations ask questions and learn how we can can really illuminate the issue and bring it into the light. And so, um, so great evening planned. Guests are going to enjoy an array of wonderful hors d'oeuvres, a signature cocktail. There's going to be various forms of entertainment. And of course, we have the four beautiful pyramids of the Mutard available to us. We are going to have a silent auction of very high quality items, as well as we're going to hear from a survivor of family violence as she shares her personal story of hope. 
And so tickets are still available, uh, as well as any sponsorship opportunities and any in-kind donations of auction items. We are always willing to work with wherever people are at with that. Tickets are $95 each. They can still be purchased through our website. And I'm going to share that information in just a second. And then also our sponsorship package is also on the website, which also outlines all of the different ways that you can contribute if maybe, um, you know, sponsorship isn't um, available and whatnot, but you can definitely purchase tickets to the event. We would love for you to come out. Um, You can also pay it forward. So maybe purchase, um, you know, tickets to have another guest attend or maybe one of our volunteers or a client of our services. Uh, you can also share the event uh, through. Well, I, word- I can do that. I can I do that for you. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited about that. Uh, share through word of mouth on social media platforms. You could also um, donate to the Today Center if you can't do any of those. And so, um, all of our information is on our website. Uh, it is uh, the todaycenter.ca. Mm-hmm. And if anybody wants to um, make a phone call or connect with us here, whether or not you need services or whether or not you're looking um, to be a part of um, the event or just part of the Today Center in general, um, they can call 780-455-6880. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Cindy, thank you so much for being here. I mean, this is just so important for to get the word out. And that's what I wanted to do is shine a light on you and all the important work that you're doing. So everybody who's listening, if you know of anybody or if you're experiencing any violence in your home, um, you just it, it takes so much courage. But know that there's so much support out there for you and compassion. So just just know that when you pick up the phone, because that's I think that's one of the most important things to know that you're not alone. So I just wanted to say that this uh, this podcast is to highlight others and shining a light on what they are doing in our lives, but it also is to shine a light on you and to see how you're um, benefiting our society and what you're doing to inspire other people. So I just encourage you to go to my website, livingandlovingeachday.com, and please sign up and subscribe or if you have any ideas for future guests or anything like that. I'd love to hear from you anytime, anywhere. And so, Cindy, it's just such a pleasure speaking with you. I I really appreciated this time together with you. And I want to thank everybody for joining in. And be sure that you check out the Today Center. Thank you, Susan. Thank you, everybody, so much. See you. Bye.